Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words shall never hurt me. You ever heard that before? Have you ever, have you ever said it before? Well, that's the inspiration for this series that we're calling Sticks and Stones. And I want to point to that statement because that statement is, you know what a lie is? A lie is, a half-truth is still a lie. And that statement is a half-truth, so that statement is a lie. The first part of it is okay. Sticks and stones, yeah, they might break your bones now. <laughs> but words may never hurt me. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Words, the words that you choose to speak can have a detrimental effect upon your life and upon the lives of others. So that's where we've been deceived into thinking that what we speak doesn't mean anything at all. It doesn't really make any difference what we say. What in the world? Come on now. And I've been talking here recently about the authority that God has given to the believer, the Christian, to be able to speak right words, to speak words in agreement with his word, and then even employ the angels of God to work on our behalf to bring those words to pass. But you might be thinking like this. Hey, Brother Larry, I hear in motivational seminars, New Age books, and and from others who are not particularly Christians, man, they're encouraging their followers to use affirmations. And they're getting positive results from them. It looks like this principle is not just exclusive to working for Christians. Brother Larry, are you contradicting yourself when you tell Christians that they can dominate over life affairs if they will only be mindful to speak in line with God's truth? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. Let's go ahead and talk about that thing, okay? Incidentally, I did a series a little while, I mean, a message quite a while ago now. It's called uh, Christians and the Law of Attraction. If you haven't heard that yet, I encourage you to go back through the files and listen at that, and it'll give you some additional insight. It's kind of along, along the lines of what we're talking about today. Am I contradicting myself when I talk about how that Christians can dominate over their life affairs by speaking right words? Not at all. Let me explain, okay? God created Adam and Eve with the idea of having his people to dominate in the earth over all the works of his hands. That was what God had in mind when he created mankind. Genesis 1.26 again, it says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. See, so that's what, that's what God's plan was. So verse 27, Genesis 1, 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Then God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So you can see really clearly that God's plan was to make man, mankind, in his image, and to allow him the authority, to give him the authority to rule over all the works of his hands. God wanted that, and that's what God did. Hmm? But what happens is when, when they sinned, it put the rule and influence of man within the reach of the devil. And as a result, the devil began to influence the hearts of many. I mean, this is something that he's continuing to do today. He began to influence the hearts of many people and cause them to use this God-given authority through words for evil and destruction. See, the devil has tricked 
many people into using their words to create destruction in their own lives and in the lives of others. How? See, most people spend their words from a basis of fear. I mean, the things that they say out of their mouth have a basis of fear. Fear of things that they do not want to happen. And when that's done, destructive forces are given the right to create such bad things in the earth. I hope you're with me. I know we get rolling a little bit deep today, but I want you to see this. Mankind, God has given mankind authority. That's how he made us. Adam and Eve messed up. When they sinned, they actually gave the right to the devil to influence them, to influence them, to have evil thoughts, to have evil desires and stuff like that. That's not what it was like before Adam and Eve sinned. Their desires were in line with what God's desires are. See, so check this out. You might be asking, what advantage then is there to being a Christian? When you make the decision as a Christian to spin your words, I'm talking about spin your words, I mean to talk, to talk in agreement with, to talk in line with God's truth as it's revealed in his written word, which is the Bible. When you do that, then you have, think about this with me, you have the favor of God Almighty and of all of the heavenly hosts, including the angels, operating on your behalf. See, when you put your words in line with what God has said and you believe in your heart and you speak in alignment with what God has already declared as truth in his word, you got him backing you. You got the host of heaven backing you. If God be for you, who can be against you? Hmm? I just had a quick flashback. You remember David and Goliath, both of them had words. Goliath was like, what is a little runt coming out here? What in the world he going to do? Got a little stick. I ain't no dog. What in the world? Are you crazy? I'm going to kill him so fast. It ain't going to be funny. Of course, that's the Larry Hunter paraphrase, okay? And what did David say? David basically said, who is this Philistine, this big old joker, come up here defying or challenging the armies of God? He ain't got no covenant. See, David's words were in line with God's truth. Both of them had words, but we saw that God backed what David said through his words and then defeated, caused Goliath to be defeated. What advantage do you have as a Christian when you make a decision that you're going to speak in line with God's word, with God's revealed truth? You got God backing you. And if God be for you, who can be against you? See, with all of this in mind, I want you to, I'm going to read a statement as we close. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. See, what we're talking about today is that God created mankind, mankind with authority through words. That's why you can see somebody today that they make up their mind that they're going to confess 500 times a day that they have this car or they have this or they have that or they're going to do that. And they confess it every day, every day, every day. And eventually it comes to pass. Why? Because they got to a point where they actually believed that thing in their heart and they said it with their mouth. And that's the spiritual law that God has put into operation in all of our lives to cause us to walk in victory. The problem again, the devil got in there and he got you focused on what, what you don't want, what you hope sure doesn't come to pass. That sickness that you so don't want to get. And he gets you thinking about it so much that you start talking in line, not with what you want. Not in line with God's truth, 
but you begin to talk in line with what you do not want to happen. And when you do that, you release forces to actually make that very thing come to pass. Proverbs 18:21 as we close. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 says, "Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit." See, God is putting it on blast right here. This is the principle, death and life. They're both in the power or in the authority of the words that you choose to speak. And when you figure this thing out, you'll line your words up correctly and you'll speak in line with God's truth. And that'll cause God's will to come to pass in a much greater measure in your life. Okay, hold on to that. We're going to pick it up again the next time. This is Larry Hunter, 5-Minute Inspirations, wishing you a blessed day and a happy new year. And if you get a moment, let me hear from you. Let us hear what, what God's doing in your life, okay? How God's spoken to you. Okay, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.